I feel like you can learn a lot from failure um, and turn that into success. And so, yeah, like, are there friendships that I've lost over the years that I'm not proud of, but I've learned something from also? Yes. And so I, I think that that's also what this conversation can be about is just like, what's working and not working and who's close to you and who do you want to be closer to you and who do you want to be further away? Hey there, this is Unburdened by Hope, the podcast that helps you harness your possibility and feel your purpose. I'm your host, Erin Cummings. Here, we're breaking free from the chains of hope and unlocking the power of inspiration within. Get ready to ignite your soul because we're diving deep into the art of letting go, embracing the unknown, and creating a life unburdened by the limitations of hope. Together, we'll uncover the secrets to finding purpose, fueling our passions, and crafting a vibrant existence that sets our hearts on fire. So, are you ready to burn it down what's no longer serving you and step into a life driven by possibility? Let's dive in, my friends, and unleash our boundless potential. Good morning, podcast people. Um, Actually, maybe it's not morning when you're listening to this. So, hello, podcast people. (laughs) Welcome to episode 11. So before we get started, uh, I need to hear if you worked on your two people and who they are, if you want to share. I would love to hear how that went and um, who your your two people, who your two personas are. Um, Feel free to send me a message on Instagram or you can email me. All that information is in the show notes and available to you. Uh, This week, we are jumping into a fun topic of relationships. Uh, yeah, I thought it would be, um, I was all fired up the past two weeks and I think that's because there was a lot going on. First of all, the fact that I didn't get fed was really a lot of what creates a lot of rage in my life. (laughs) Just hangry. Um, but I think that obviously relationships are something everyone deals with. And that doesn't mean if you're single, you're not dealing with it. it. It's partnerships, whether it's, you know, romantically or with work or with friends or family or whatever, there are relationships that you are, you know, kind of working with and working through every single day. And um, I thought this week would be a great week to kind of create an intention around your relationships. So I like to think of them as relationship rings. And uh, if you're like me, you probably thought of like a nice ring of jewelry, (laughs) diamonds, you know, why not? Um, I am not giving you that. You you can figure out your own rings uh, for yourself. I'm talking about uh, rings of relationships. And I, as you know, if you've been listening to these podcasts, I like to visually create things. Um, I like to see things in my mind. Uh, You can also do this on paper. I'll talk about that here in a little bit. But you want to picture yourself, uh, not (laughs) size-wise. You are not Saturn, but you just want to picture yourself with like rings around you and all those rings around you have people on them and you, the people that are closest to you are people who you want to be closest to you. And that means not just like what you're sharing information with, but also like who, what you're thinking about and who you're worried about and who is just like 
Oh, it's such a yoga thing to say, like in your, in your space energetically, but, but seriously, it's like, who, who are you thinking about all the time? Who's taking up space in your brain? Is it someone you actually want to be? So those are the people closest to you. And then the further away you get is like the less all of that happens. And so maybe that back ring is like, uh, there's this really awesome, super nice guy, uh, that works down the way from me. Um, in the shopping center. And he always sits out on the park bench on the mornings. And he always has a nice, has a hot cup of coffee. And every time I walk by, he says hi to me. And like, I say hi to him and like, there's our relationship ring right there. Um, but I'm never like, you know, he, he's always in the back and he's someone that I can like, you know, we have that like, Hey, how's it going? Hey, how are you? Have a great day. Have a great day. Hope you have a great morning. Good luck with deliveries. Hey, have a great class. You know, it's stuff like that. Um, and then you obviously have all those people in between. So these rings go for, you know, your partner, your people in your partnerships, your kids, your family members, your friendships, your employer, your employees, all that kind of stuff. Your people in your group at school, um, other school moms, (laughs) you know, all that kind of stuff. Your husband's work wives, your husband's work friends, all of that kind of stuff. So what I want to say before we get this conversation going, like the big, the big, huge asterisk here is don't forget I am not a therapist. I am not a professional relationship expert. Once again, this podcast is my perspective of things that work for me and my life that I'm just sharing with you. And, um, I think what's really cool and really interesting about concepts like this is you can have five people talk about the same exact concept, but since it's coming from their point of view and their voice, it's like sometimes it lands and sometimes it doesn't. And sometimes you get to see a new perspective on that same concept that you hadn't considered or thought about before which I think is really interesting. And so that's all this is like, I am not like, if you leave this, if you leave listening to this podcast and you blow up a relationship ring, like, uh, like that's on you. Like you can't come back to me and be like, you said this, like, I'm just saying what works for me and doesn't work for me. You kind of just like take and leave what you need here. Um, I yes, have done a lot of work with boundaries and relationships and also yes to, to keep going with this like asterisk at the bottom. Uh, I have had many a failed friendships. Um, I currently don't have a relationship with two very close or two, you know, immediate family members. Um, and th- those are all my decisions and those are all experiences in which I, you know, I feel like you can learn a lot from failure um, and turn that into success. And so, yeah, like, are there friendships that I've lost over the years that I'm not proud of, but I've learned something from? Also, yes. And so I I think that that's also what this conversation can be about is just like what's working and not working and who's close to you and who do you want to be closer to you and who do you want to be further away? So just remember that as we're kind of discussing all of this, but 
this week. Um, I, your intention this week is to really notice the like rings around you notice the people on those rings and kind of like how, how that's all working in your life. Um, and like, you have to get present to do so. Right. Um, and so I feel like since last week, last couple of weeks, I got a little ragey this week. We're going to talk a little more serious about, uh, relationships. So there's two books I'm going to talk about on this podcast this week. Uh, the first book is uh, called How to Break Up with Your Friends. And we read this for a book club we did for the yoga studio. Uh, I think it was like last year. Um, and it's by author. Her name is Erin Falconer. Uh, just real quick. Uh, I didn't just read the book because her name was Erin. But I will say, I have not ever met another Erin that is like boring or lame. Like all the Erins I've ever met are like super freaking cool. And it's a little narcissistic to say, and I will totally admit that. But if you can bring me any data to prove otherwise, I will gladly, I will gladly consider looking at it. doesn't mean I actually will. Um, I also want to say that this goes for E-R-I-N, um, I don't actually know that many like AA Rons. So this this goes for like the E-R-I-Ns or even like a different spelling of the E-R Aaron version. Okay, back to the show here. So Erin Falconer wrote this book. I heard about it on another podcast. Um, she wrote this book called How to Break Up with Your Friends. And it's not actually about how to break up with your friends. It's really about like the relationship dynamics and how to get what you want out of your friendships. Um, it's just obviously a clever marketing title. Uh, but in it, she has these really awesome tools. And what she talks about is not necessarily like, what are you getting out of your friendships as far as like a weird, creepy power dynamic, but like, who can you call when this goes wrong? Who can you talk to when this happens? Like, what are you actually getting out of the friendships that you're in? And like, do you have just like a fun friend or do you have a friend that you can go to when something really bad happens or what, you know, when this happens or that happens and maybe they're all different, you know, like we all have like a work buddy. And you know, I, I remember back when I worked in corporate, um, a long time ago, like, yeah, my core, you know, we have these like corporate friends that like you might not ever actually hang out with them outside of your job. And maybe you do, but you know, even that person, like, what are you getting out of this, you know, relationship, even with your work friend? Um, and I think it's so important to kind of realize all this, especially if you are truly, truly trying to, you know, reach a goal, live a purposeful life, live intentionally, like are those work friends contributing to what you're up to and the purpose that you are going for? Um, but in her book, she has an exercise in which you list out like all of your friends and then like what you're getting out of the relationships and how you feel. And I think that that's so interesting. And it's definitely something that I, um, was inspired by when I wrote my book, you know, and I think that that, having that option of like, oh, when I hang out with so-and-so, like, how do I feel when I leave? I think is such a big, like a big telling thing of like, oh, when I leave hanging out with like Mildred, like her and I are so amped. Like I want to take on the world. Like I feel like I, can, I could do whatever, like she supports me. And then it's like, when I'm hanging out with like Molly, it's like, damn Molly, like 
she just like is so like all she does is complain about everything and I'm just like okay Molly like let's get Eeyore back to your house and like now I just feel exhausted and so I think it's really important to kind of realize and then you know when we get to our relationship rings it's like well who do I want to be up close to me you know it's like oh my husband my kids you know my dad you know and you kind of like list all these people and then it's like where are Mildred and Molly fitting onto these rings well I would obviously want Mildred to be ahead but sometimes like dang Molly comes in hard and like slams into my planet and I'm like what the heck just happened and then I have to fix you know then I have to figure out how to fix all the other rings because she just slams sideways into me. And I think, you know, it's also deciding, like, maybe you want nine rings around you. Maybe you want a really small circle. And so that might mean there's no room for Molly. Or maybe you want a really big circle. Maybe you enjoy having all of those rings around you and you can manage all of that. And so then it's like, okay, I want Molly to actually be on 87 and not like 65. So the other book I want to talk about as we're kind of going through these different scenarios is um, a book I read a while ago. And uh, so I started working with uh, Ashlyn, who does a lot of like brand strategy for me for the businesses. And she, when we first started working together, she asked me like, what are rules and principles I, I live by daily? And I thought that was like, at the time, such a hard question. And I couldn't really come up with them, but she asked me that a long time ago. And it's funny because now a situation will come up and, you know, I'll have my rule pop into my head and I'm like, Oh, there it is. Um, and I'm like, maybe I should text her. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, no, like, this doesn't matter anymore. She'll be like, what are you talking about? Um, but there's a rule that I now like religiously follow. And um, I, I feel like I quote it like constantly, but um, it's from Malcolm Gladwell's book, Tipping Point. And uh, you may or may not be a Malcolm Gladwell fan. I'm like totally obsessed. I I loved the book Tipping Point. Um, I, I I love all of his books. Uh, Talking to Strangers is like also super like another huge number one on my list. Um, Tipping Point was really interesting because I liked it from not only the perspective of what I'll talk about here in a second, but also like the business perspective of like how trends happen and how people make decisions and like what gets people to like cross the line into a decision, which I thought was really interesting. So if you're into like, uh, kind of how people work and like the social sciences and all like aspects of stuff, I think you'd really like Malcolm Gladwell's books. Um, but more specifically tipping point, uh, in Tipping Point, he had a section on relationships. And the quote that I will just like never forget, it's a rule that I live by forever and always. It's ingrained in my brain. Um, but he said, it's not about how many red flags are in a relationship. It's the red flag that made you change your mind. And I, it's obviously easier to see to see situations in other people, like it's easier to like look at someone else and be like, oh, well, if you just did this, this and this, like 
you know, your life would be so different. And I think that, you know, like Molly, Molly's in a relationship that's like super toxic. And, you know, Molly like comes to me and talks to me. Molly's not real, just so we're real clear, but I'm using just her as an example. But, um, you know, if Molly's talking to me about all these things and I'm just like, Molly, red flag, red flag, red flag, red flag. Like it's not Molly. It's not going to matter how many red flags I'm like waving in front of Molly because they haven't changed Molly's mind. It's when she comes to me and then she's holding a red flag and she's like, do you see this? That's when it's like, yes, yes, Molly, I do see it. Like, you know, that's, that's what made you change your mind. It's like, start there. Like, what's the action you're going to take now based on this red flag? And I think that that's true of any relationship, whether Molly's dealing with it or you're personally dealing with it. And I think it goes for friendships too. I think there's so many times like we get so worried about pissing off a friend or like having a hard conversation that like, there's red flags that you're like, you've noticed and you're holding and you're like, when do I get to set these down? And I think that then, you know, the rings come into play and you're holding all these red flags and this person's just like slamming into your planet over and over and over again. And you can't think about anything else. Um, And all you have to do is just like, all you have to do, no big deal, set them down, have a conversation, have a hard conversation, no big deal. But really, I think it's like the moment you start to grab onto these red flags, it's like you have to take action or you're just going to start grabbing more and more and more and more red flags. So I, I think that that's one of the big key things about, you know, having kind of picturing all these relationships on uh, these relationship rings is realizing like, how close are they to you? Are they slamming into you? Do you need them to back up a little? And how, like, what's the first step in getting them back on the ring that they need to be on? And that can be, you know, a truth, a conversation, and maybe it's realizing you still want them around. You just need them back. So like creating a boundary. Well, what is that boundary going to be? Maybe it's, you know, asking yourself like, okay, what's the boundary that I actually want to set here? And then it's, you know, the action is then like talking about the boundary. Right. So it's just like, you need the first step. Like that's the thing here. It's like, okay, I had a, I had a relationship ring go rogue and slam into me. Now, what do I do? What do I really need in this situation? And that you know, jumps us all the way back to like podcast two, where it's like, okay, pause. What do I need? You know, then you take action on your next step. But, um, you know, as you're moving throughout your week, you can start to realize if visualization works for you, you can kind of start to realize like, all the rings that are around you relationship wise, you know, like, who am I thinking about all the time? Like, where is my energy focused? Like who, who do I really want to be up close? Who do I want to develop a closer relationship with? Like, maybe you have a friend that you've been hanging out with for a while and you're like, Oh, maybe I want to, maybe I want to move them up a little closer on my, on my rings. Or maybe you have a friend that you've been hanging out with too much. And you're like, you know what, maybe I need to push her back just a little bit, just like, you know, not all the way off. Like she doesn't need to go to a whole new like universe here, but maybe she just needs to be like pushed back on your list a little. And then, you know, to make room for, you know, the people that you want up front in your life. Um, and I think that that's okay. You know, I think it's okay. Um, I, I do think that like, 
as I've gotten older and as I've really learned boundaries in a whole new, new way, um, and like really what I need having hard conversations has not gotten any easier, but getting the practice in and like messing up and just like trying has been honestly really helpful. And sometimes it's worked out and sometimes it hasn't, but, um, I will say like, I, I realized a while ago, like, I don't want to burn any more bridges in my life. And I'm, you know, when I have these relationship rings, it's like, okay, how do I make sure that like, I didn't just shove this person into a black hole of like gloom and doom? Like, how do I just like send them off, you know, nicely to another universe? And so it's like making sure as you're moving through these relationship rings and deciding like where you're putting people, um, it's based on what you need. And it's also about like being okay with the decisions you made to get there. And so, you know, if this person ends up back in your orbit again, like, are they coming back with like (laughs) stuff that's going to latch on and like be bad? Or is it something you can build or, you know, you got to kind of like really work through all of this stuff. But I think, like I said before, the first step is always to get present, like see what rings are around you, what's really working, who, you know, what rings do you want to cultivate? What rings do you want to add boundaries with? And then it's like, who can you shift and where? And the first step is just once again, presence. So this week, your intention is to get present about the relationship rings. If you're interested in those books, I will have my team put them in the show notes and you can check them out. They're two really awesome books that I recommend over and over and over again. I think they have been super helpful in my life and they might help you too. So um, stay tuned for more. Let me know how this episode worked for you. I'd love to hear. Um, And then keep sending me stuff on Instagram and emailing me. I'm loving all the things. So um, I hope you have a great week. Uh, Don't forget you are courageous, you're capable and strong, and you got this. I will talk to you later. Thanks for listening to Unburdened by Hope. Go to your favorite podcast app, hit that subscribe button, and leave us a review. If you got something out of our show, I'd love to hear from you. Send me your favorite takeaway or any questions you may have to info at aaronccummings.com. You might even just hear the answer in a future episode. Remember, you are capable, you are courageous, and it's up to you to create what's possible.